Welcome everyone to the MetSpa Accelerator podcast brought to you by Everbowl Marketing, the go-to resource so you can get the latest hacks and best practices so that you can market and grow a profitable medical aesthetics practice. Welcome everyone to the Metsball Accelerator podcast. I'm hey. here with our co-host Mari Pili. Hey. And obviously myself. <laughs> Luis Trevino. Luis Trevino. Uh, anyway. We, so, we rarely ever say our names Yeah, here, we hardly actually. ever say our names. Oh, so true. hey, I'm Mari Pili. I'm Luis, by the way, <laughs> just in case you didn't know. Yes. Um, we're super pumped to be back, guys. We're back. <laughs> we're back. Where have we been? Oh, gosh, it's wow. been a few... February was just crazy. It was just like non-existent for us. (laughs) On top of it being obviously like a short month, you know, it was just, Mm -hmm. we had some uh, family kind of emergency health issues uh, pop up that were very sudden and unexpected. So that definitely kind of threw us in a loop into a whirlwind of things. We're still dealing with it right now, uh, but, you know, things are looking good and we finally had some really crazy things going on on the fa- on the personal side but then some other really good crazy things going on on the business side, side. Yeah. you know we've really been able to to grow everbull we're actually uh, we're able to bring on some people we're actually bringing on some new people right now so we're really excited about members. that yes team members and so we're really excited about that we've been experiencing some really gr- good growth and it's all thanks to you guys so yes. we want to thank you so much for that oh my gosh um, so so much yeah and so things are still obviously crazy, but we, we you know, we want to make sure we still dedicate the time that we need to, you know, be creating these episodes because we still want to continue to, you know, give you guys a lot the insights that we've yeah. kind of seen uh, as we work in this industry, right? So, and I know it's only been like a few months since the year started, but I yeah. feel like it's been a while and it's, there are so many more things that we can talk about yes. i know that for me i did get a little bit of like a writer's block in there for a bit uh, <laughs> it I've, happens i know i've been asking you guys to send me stuff as to what you need us to talk about um we don't send us anything <laughs> so how are we supposed to know however we still see you guys we see where you're at we see the problems out there are out there so we want to make sure that we keep on creating these for you yes so today what we're going to be talking about are some of the things that we've been kind of discussing a lot of the times when we bring on a new client and basically it's the three things that you need to have inside of your advertising campaigns to make it a success okay so three elements that you want to be implementing you want to make sure that you have on lock so that you can get the best result possible when you're implementing an advertising campaign. And so if you don't have if you're running an advertising campaign right now and you don't have these three things, then these are three listen things you in. need to work on. Okay. Yes. And make sure you listen in to all the way until the end so you can basically get a more thorough understanding of what is involved in actually and, having a successful right. ad campaign. And how these three actually like work together. Yeah, for sure. But before we go into that, make sure to subscribe. Subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or Spotify, wherever you're listening to. Or if you're watching the video, then make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Yes. Uh, Give us a thumbs up. And we also have our Facebook group specifically made for you guys. So go in there, check it out. All the links are in the description box. Yes. Awesome. All right, so what is number one, okay? So number one inside of this three-step process to having a successful advertising campaign is going Mm -hmm. to be 
having a predictable and consistent way to generate new patient opportunities into your business, okay? And a lot of times we call it on demand because it's so predictable, right? So uh, uh, on point and on proven and proven, sorry, that when you turn this campaign, it's like a water hose. You turn it on and water's going to come out, right? And so that's basically the concept that we want to have here. And if you're working with a, uh, like a marketing or advertising company, this is primarily their role, right? There's obviously still some involvement in you guys with that, right? A lot of the times with our clients, we ask them to create some educational content, whether it's some videos, maybe some written content, or maybe they shoot some pictures of them performing the treatment or people or maybe doing some testimonial videos, different mm-hmm. things like that. But yeah. basically, we need to have a predictable way to acquire these new patient opportunities. And the way that we do that here inside of Arable is through digital advertising. You guys have probably heard some of the episodes, and that's primarily what we specialize in. Yeah. We're using what we call the big three here at Arable, right, which is Facebook, Instagram, and Google. Those are going to be the your go to and where you want to spend the majority of your time and effort mm-hmm. in putting your marketing dollars on those platforms because those are going to get you the biggest bang for your buck. Now, there's other platforms that you can consider as well. I would say something like YouTube, Waze, uh, maybe Bing ads mm-hmm. or you know different types ad of yeah ad roll as well or like display ads. Those are all great, but like I said earlier. I, would, I wouldn't advise somebody to work on those yet until they've created this process and make sure that it's working for them right. on these three platforms first. Okay, mm-hmm. so Facebook, Instagram, and Google, that's where you're going to get the biggest results. So basically, what are you doing? Well, the marketing company or maybe you yourself are putting up an ad. A lot of the times, uh, depending on which service that you're going to be promoting, it might be an ad uh, driven by a promotion Mm-hmm. Um, or an ad that is driven a lot by education, okay? Yeah. And I say that's going to be very dependent on which service you're going to be advertising because some services actually need more education than others. To give you an example, a very easy one, you don't need to educate a lot of people on Botox because... Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, because everybody knows what Botox is, okay? At least the majority of people know what Botox is. It's been out for a while. It's been out for a while, and you're fine, right? But I was having this conversation with a, a client earlier today who wanted to do hormone therapy, and I'm like, look, if we're going to focus on doing hormone therapy, then there needs to be some education involved there, okay? Because, yes, it's been out for a while, but a lot of people are not solution aware. They're problem aware. They know they have this problem, mm-hmm. but they don't really know some of the solutions that are out or that there. there is even a solution. Yeah, or there even is a solution. And so uh, uh, a lot of it is like, well, you educating them, right? You doing that education for them so that make, make sure that we're bringing people in, Right. Another another good example is like Coolscoping. Like you could put an ad up with with a promotion for Coolscoping, but what we've seen happen is that a lot of those times Coolscoping is a very unique scenario because yes, there's a lot of advertising dollars behind the technology, but they that have being good marketing and they too. have good marketing and all that stuff. But if you really look at the market, there's still a lot of misconceptions about Coolscoping. So we st- and since it's a high ticket product as well, yeah. you want to make sure you pepper in some educational content and then call them to action with some type of promotion or something along those lines, right? So again, overall point is that depending on the service that you're going to be promoting and how aware people are of that service, 
you can either do an education ad or you can do a promotion ad. And a lot of those times, those two, even working together simultaneously, actually do a really good job in helping you bring people your way. So new patient opportunities, right? In addition to those ads, you're also going to want to have like either a way to generate these leads, right? So Mm -hmm. then uh, if you're using Facebook, Facebook has like a, a lead gen form, like an actual campaign that optimizes for leads. Or you can also implement what's called a conversion campaign. And a conversion campaign basically sends traffic to a landing page or a funnel. You might have heard those terms before. And basically, it's a series of landing pages where you can educate your audience and then also acquire a lead by that person filling out a quiz or a form, right? We're very big on quizzes. We really like quizzes here at Everbowl. They do a great job of helping us generate leads for our clients. And it's also very educational, too. Yeah. And people love them. So it's easy, something easy for them to People love taking quizzes, you know? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So basically, that's number one, right? You want to have a predictable way of generating new patient opportunities into your business. So step number one, that's pretty much Mm -hmm. it. Uh, Like I said earlier, a lot of the times you're having a marketing company do this for you or you're doing it yourself. Okay. Right. Step number two. Step number two, what is it? It's uh, a systematic approach to convert those leads into booked consultations. Yes, okay. So it doesn't matter how many leads you generate. If these leads are not actually booking a <laughs> consultation, yes. then what's the if point, you're guys? If you not getting them through the door, then yes. they make no sense, right? Yeah, you're exactly. just spending money for spending money. Exactly, right? And so a lot of uh, people that we actually talk to have this mm-hmm. problem. They work with a marketing company that generated a ton of leads for them. But those leads never showed up, right? They never were able to get a hold of them. Or if they did uh, book a consultation, a lot of times the no-show rates are crazy high. Or they're very low-quality Very low-quality leads a lot of the times. Um, so different things like that. So you need to have a systematic approach to actually getting those leads scheduled. So number, So the first piece to that is that when I mentioned earlier, right, in step one, you're generating those leads with either Facebook or you're sending them to a landing page to generate yeah. those leads. And that being said, well, once you generate that lead, what do you well, what, what happens, happens after that? Them? Right. Yeah. And so a lot of people just get an email or it goes straight into a spreadsheet like, hey, you have a new lead and it just lives inside your inbox, which is honestly the worst thing that you can do, guys. So if you're doing that, you need to. Stop, stop doing that. that. Stop it. Just just stop it. You know? <laughs> uh, no, but you, and what do they need to do then? You need to get a free trial of Patient Gem. Okay, the link is on this video somewhere. Uh, so go ahead and sign up for a, for a, a, tr- a free trial, guys. Two-week free trial. Why do you need to have something like Patient Gem? Because when you generate that lead, that lead ne- needs to live somewhere, Okay. So when you generate that lead, that lead will go directly inside of Patient Gem. And then this is part of what I said earlier, having a systematic approach to convert that lead into a book consultation. Now, here's another thing to consider. Here are best practices when it comes to getting a book consultation. Now, this was a, sur- a study done by the Harvard Business Review. So these aren't numbers that I'm just throwing at you <laughs> that I just kind of came up with, right? Do the research, Harvard Business Review, they came up with this study which basically says that you want to follow up with people. This is, we're talking about phone calls. Uh, three to five times, okay? You, that's number one. Number two is you need to follow up with them within the first five minutes. 
beyond five minutes, the chances that you ever get in touch with this person increases dramatically. So you, it's every minute that goes beyond that, the less likely that you'll be able to get a hold of this person. And number the three, the chance increases or the chance decreases. The the chances that they won't get a hold of them oh, okay. increases. Okay, gotcha. thanks. Yeah. And then the third piece to that is that you need to have anywhere from eight to twelve touch points with that person. That might be a mix of phone calls, text messages, emails, voicemails, etc. Those are all talked, touch points. We've uh, talked about this before in previous episodes. Yeah. How to make sure that you create these systems to actually implement some of these studies to your advantage. Yes. And so one of the ways you can easily do that, again, having a systematic approach, is with patient gen. So basically, what I'm saying is. If you really try to do all of those three things that are considered best practices across any industry, then it's a lot of work, right? <laughs> yes. And this a lot is of where hard work. the word systematic comes into. You have to have a system that it is conti- it's continuous work that somebody or something in this case can actually keep doing it for you. Yes. Yeah, so I tell our clients, look, like if I ask your front desk to call these people anywhere from three to five times and on a on a monthly basis, we generate 100 leads, then we're talking about three to 500 phone calls. If I ask your front desk to do that, they're going to hate me. They're going <laughs> to hate you. and They're going to hate their job and they're going to leave. Right. And the reality is that they're just not going to do a good job because that's not what they were brought on for. That's not what they were trained for. OK, they're already doing all these other things that we asked them to do that on top. They're just not going to do a good job. But the question is, how can we get this to work? Because if it they're able to do it and they're able to get people on the phone and get people scheduled, then you're going to be making money. But if they don't do that, then crickets, right? You're not going to be having any consultations and you won't have the opportunity to make money. And your conversion rate decreases 100%. drastically. Yes. So... Uh, what Peely was saying, right, you want to have a systematic approach to kind of lift the weight off their shoulders so that it's actually easier for them to get a good result. And that's really where patient gem come, comes in, right? So number two, you need to have a systematic approach to actually convert those people into a boat consultation. And like, for example, with patient gem, we, we schedule a lot of people via text message, and that works amazingly well for us and for mm-hmm. our clients that being said, whenever we generate a new lead, three minutes later, it, the system sends them a text message, right? And then people respond to that, and then we get them scheduled, you know? So it's, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. even if they do not uh, respond to that, they still get another text message. They get a follow-up sequence, A follow-up right? sequence. So 8 to 12 touch points like we talked about, right? And a mixture of both text messages and emails. So yeah. you don't have to be creating these every single time that you get a new lead. Yeah. And that's the other thing, too. It's like a lot of the times you want to make like the the rule of thumb is you want to follow up within the first five minutes. But Mm -hmm. obviously, we still want you to call. We still recommend for you to call. But if you can't call within those first few minutes, it's okay. You know, if you call in 10 minutes, 15 minutes later, it's okay because that first touch point was already made and that text message is already there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's awesome. So, okay, number one, you want to have a predictable and consistent way to generate new patient opportunities. Number two is that you want to have a systematic approach to convert those patient opportunities into a booked consultation. And what's number Number three? three. A solid sales and consultation process. Wow, (laughs) this is huge. Without this one, the other two can just go down the drain. Yes, so it doesn't matter if the marketing company is doing a great job in generating leads. It doesn't matter if your front desk is doing an even better job converting these leads into book consultations. 
if people are showing up and they're not buying, and they're leaving, and they're yeah, they're leaving with without, their money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Then you're not making money, and this campaign is not going to work. And we tell people all the time. Marketing and sales is a 50-50 effort, right? Marketing needs to be done well. Sales needs to be done well. And if you're, one is missing, then you're not going to have a successful campaign, right? And so in this step, this three-step process, if sales, if you don't have a solid sales and consultation process, a proven uh, sales and consultation process, then having an advertising campaign is going to be very difficult for you. And and it's not gonna it's gonna be very hard for you to make that campaign profitable. Okay. So how can you know like if you have a proven consultation process? Well, okay. So there's two things to consider here because this is something that we talk a lot with people. Uh, is that a lot of times people think that they have a very great consultation process or a sales process because they're they have a, oh we have an eighty percent close rate. Okay. So when we dig in a little bit deeper and try to diagnose, like, well, in what context, right? Because I can ask it, well, is it an 80% close rate? But where are these people coming from? Are they referrals? Because if they're referrals, they need to be a 98% closing rate, okay? <laughs> you know, like, you can't yeah. have, like, the easiest sale in planet Earth is a referral, Okay. So those need to be really higher. But then let me ask you this. Well, is it a silk is it a lead coming off Google? Because if it's a if it's a lead coming off Google, then your close rate should be anywhere from 50 to 80%. Then yes, awesome, right? Because these people are already actively looking for what yes, you're selling. Yes, they're actively looking and they're already educated and all that stuff. Now, a lot of people struggle with Facebook leads or Instagram leads because they come in and these people are still like raw, I guess we can call them that. They're still in this place where they're still edu they're still educating themselves. They were just scrolling and they kind of saw it. Yeah, they saw it. They they seem they were intrigued, so obviously they wouldn't, you know, they wouldn't be there sitting down with you if they weren't interested, right? Um but uh, they're still in a place where they still need to be sold, guys. Like they still need to be told why they should move forward with this. And so so then what's your closing right there? As long as, as long as your closing rate is at a 20, 25%, then if not obviously higher, right, then you can have a profitable ad campaign, okay? And specifically on Facebook and Instagram. If not, then you're, and then if you're getting these other higher rates than and just Google, well, then just advertise in Google until you've gotten to a place where you feel very comfortable And you're and you can really sell these other people and, uh, and, uh, and that are coming like from these different, audience. yeah, colder audience. And that's really all you have to think about. It's like, is this a hot lead because it was a referral? Is this a medium to hot lead because they're already done? They already educated themselves and they're coming from uh, from Google? from Google. Yeah, a warmer hot lead, right? Or is it a cold lead that's coming that just recently heard about you that has just started their education process that's coming off of Facebook or Instagram, right? That being mm -hmm. said, all of them are good leads, guys. I would tell our clients there's no such thing as a bad lead. There's just the lead that's ready to buy and a lead that just, isn't, right? <laughs> yeah, your approach just has to be yeah. different. And, and the way yeah. you talk to them, because they might not know about you or they might not know about the technology. So yeah. once you know where they're coming from, then you can be prepared as to how you're going to talk to them about the services that you provide, what you are the best, and why they should move forward. Yeah. And so we definitely have, like, I, we've done a few episodes that talk about sales and different tactics for when it comes to doing sales and stuff like that, guys. So if you mm -hmm. haven't listened to those, make sure you check those out. We'll link those 
here at the bottom. Yeah. Um, just so you can make sure you kind of listen to that content. But like I said earlier, if people are coming in, I mean, I'm sorry, we're generating leads. People are booking consoles and they're coming in, they're not buying anything, then yeah, it's just not going to be profitable. And the really you know? cool thing about using Patient Jump too is that you can actually see this process uh, very, you know, like in a, in a good, like in a good view with with our little like yeah and so that's the thing like a lot of times clients too have no idea how to identify how good their closing rate is because they're not even tracking that stuff to begin with right right? and that's why something like patient gym is really great because inside of patient gym we're tracking where people are coming from so there's different pipelines based off the different source of the lead. So Google, Facebook, referral, general, et cetera. An event. Yeah, an event. And then that way you can see, oh, well, you know what? On Facebook, my closing rate is a 20%, whereas on Google, my closing rate is about a 50%, right? Mm-hmm. So then mm-hmm. now you can actually start to have more context of how you're actually performing mm-hmm versus not knowing at all. Right. Uh, but then what I was saying, too, is that you can actually see this, like, three-step process and where, like, the leads are kind of, like, getting stuck. Yeah. Is it, like, at the beginning that you're not yeah. getting enough leads? Or is it in the consultations? Like, maybe they're, they are coming in, but they're not booking. Or they are booking, but they are not closing. Yeah. And, and here's the thing, guys. Like, every business has this problem. Like, and you're always going to have some problem in your business, right? Because part of being in business is solving problems and fixing them as fast as you can, right? Um, So you're always going to have an issue, right? And, and, And But one of the biggest, I guess the best way that you can position yourself inside of your business is knowing where those problems are at. And that's half, I want to say that's like 80% of the battle. (laughs) Yeah. Because a lot of people just have no idea you know they have no idea what's wrong they're just kind of shooting things at the dark trying to implement different things and hoping something's going to stick but they have no clue whatsoever what is actually causing the problem Mm -hmm. where those issues are and then what because once you know where those issues are then it's easy to implement a solution or there's it's easier to implement a solution whereas like if you don't know where to start then it's mm-hmm. just a very or difficult situation. You can even situation start to be implementing in. different solutions for something because, like, somebody tells you, hey, this is the best way to get your sales um, on point. And then you try that, but you, you realize with this process that it's not working for you. Mm-hmm. It could be your audience, the people that, you know, that are coming to you, the service that you are providing just doesn't fit to that specifically. So you have to make cer- like certain changes until you find your solution for your type of business and for your audience. So it is really good to know where you're at in that. Exactly. Yeah, so that's really good. Yeah. All right, guys. So number one, right, you want to have a predictable and consistent way to generate new patient opportunities into your business. Yeah. Number two, a systematic approach to convert those patient opportunities into actual booked consultation. And number three, a proven and solid sales and consultation process so these people can actually be onboarded into your business. They purchase a package and everybody, you're treating them. They're happy. They're paying you money, so you're happy, you're growing your business, (laughs) and everybody's happy, okay? Yes, and we're happy too, because you got this. Yes, Uh, awesome, guys. Well, thanks so much for tuning in. If you all have any questions, or if you're struggling with this, and you need some help, please reach out to us, guys. That's what we're here for. We help with our clients with this day in and day out. As you guys might know, we're, we're not just a marketing company, we're a consulting company as well, so... I would say we're a consulting company that actually 
does marketing. Okay, so yeah, and uh, be and and just happens to be very great at it. So um, you know, if you're if you're struggling with this, let us know. Reach out to us. Go to our website, or you know, there'll be a link somewhere here. uh, Sign up so you can schedule a strategy session with us. And we can do a, a deep dive into what's going on in your business to see if we can actually help you. And then we can help you take it to the next level. Yeah. Okay. Thank you guys so much for listening in or watching. And we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.